to speak to a teenage author, Christopher Ahu, about his new Holocaust graphic novel, Keeping My Hope. Let's take a first look. Whenever you're starting a, uh, a project, you're trying to bring your, your knowledge and passion to the forefront. And uh, being as young as you are, uh, tell us why you decided uh, to create a graphic a novel about the Holocaust? Well, the thing is, ever since I was really young, I always liked to draw. And um, I just figured that, well, I mean, in the beginning when I was learning about the Holocaust in seventh grade, we were learning about it in English class. And um, I, I found the Holocaust quite interesting because I had never heard anything about like a, such an event in history. And um, we read a few books, including um, excerpts from Anne Frank's diary, um, Voices of the Holocaust, and this book called Friedrich. But um, for me, the learning didn't stop there, you know. I, I figured that um, I should, like, excel by learning more about this subject. So I actually visited the Holocaust Museum in D.C. twice, once with my mom and once with my dad. And... Um, it's just that this whole learning experience about the Holocaust, it's, it's something that I never heard of. And I just figured that, like, you know, I should do something about it for other kids to learn. And um, when I, I, at first, I just made small sketches of drawings about the Holocaust. I was like, you know, like, this, it was just for, like, me to learn by myself. But, um... At, gradually, I started to show the pictures to my friends, my family, and to my surprise, everyone was like, you know, you should write a book about this. And I was like, I don't know, like, you know, these are just drawings, but I figured, you know, I don't have much to lose. So I figured that I'll write a book about it for both my enjoyment, but also for people to learn about it. One of the interesting parts um, about um, this whole process is that you spend a lot of time researching. Wow. Um, and I think, um, so my, my grandmother and my grandfather were, were uh, in the Holocaust and survived. Oh. And um, there's a lot of uh, emotion that, that's connected to, to that. As somebody who is now diving into this incredible um, uh, venture, to educate, you have to throw yourself into this. You yeah. now had over I guess, over a thousand hours uh, or more um, just going and researching. How did you start that process? Well, the thing is, it first started when I was at the museum in DC. I was looking through um, all the displays, and I was like, "Wow, like this is actually the real deal." But um. I decided, you know, I should learn more through their website. And um, I, as I started to research, I decided to place everything in my book through this small town called Lomsa and the whole process of it, you know, I actually had to like, I felt like I was actually diving through history, I should say. It was very, um, it was very, you it's know. It's emotional for you as well, especially yeah. learning about this. 
when I mean, this is your formative years where you're 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 kind of like learning about different things, um, and for for you to um, really throw yourself into your work um, and creating this uh, graphic novel, um, what was like as you were writing and as you were drawing, um, what were what was going through your mind? Well, I just thought that in the beginning when I was writing, it was basically just like I was just a normal 13-year-old writing about this book. You know, like, it's just like a few drawings. But then I just figured that not only I should learn this, but kids should learn and even adults should learn about this. I, I've seen adults that never heard of the Holocaust before. And so I thought this was a new and good way for people to learn about it. Like, a history that's also that won't keep them bored, but then again, it, you're still learning about it. And the images are very vivid. It's, uh, it has a, uh, a look to it where you're trying to really bring in the, the reader. Um, was there a specific image that when you, after you finish drawing it, you're like, wow, like that's, that's powerful? Um, I think one of the most powerful images that I actually drew was on page 91. In the very um, first scene, it actually shows... Um, Ari, my main character, he's talking to his grandchildren, and um, he shows his arm to his two granddaughters, and he said that um, the Holocaust, it was very um, dehumanizing, you know, it showed that, like, this is what people could do to each other during war, and I just wanted to show that, um, that just this, this genocide and this war, it was just, it changed people, you know, and I just didn't want people to forget that because in this time of day, you know, Holocaust survivors are disappearing. So I just thought this was a good way to preserve their memory. No, it's uh, it's not just preserving it; you're bringing it to a whole new light, uh -huh. and for a generation that um, hasn't heard or needs to understand in a different way, everyone learns in a different way. Some need to have like that book in their hands. Some people need to have that. The, the iPad in there, whatever it is, but through um, through a comic, but a meaningful comic, you can tap into people that normally wouldn't maybe even connect. Wow. Um, and I think that's that that's, that was very exciting when I was doing some research uh, on, on on your book um, was was that opportunity. And it, but it's not just for young children. It's it's really it's it goes. Um, to to so many different levels of of, of connections, so really it's for adults as well. Um, tell us a little bit about the feedback that you've been getting. Um, most of the feedback it's actually through my peers and everything. They're all like, when I showed them the book at school the first day it came out, everyone was like so excited, you know. And to my surprise, um, kids in my own classes, kids that are sitting next to me, they're like hey, where can you get your book? You know, I want to read it. And um, it was just something that was really, I was really happy to do for them because um, that was one of my main goals for that um, kids my age. But, you know, even some of the adults in my school, they're like, hey, I want to get this book too. And it was just like one of those feelings, you know, it was like you finished your goal. You know, these people, um, they're actually learning about it in this way that I wanted them to learn about it. And... Um, I just wanted to show that, you know, like, 
even someone like in my age at this time of day, like this age, it was just something that we can still comprehend and that we can learn through like our grandparents before they're gone, you know, so. This is one of the, um, I say the, the, the next generation of education. And uh, it's, it's exciting in a way because um, as you mentioned, uh, many Holocaust survivors um, are, are, are dying or you know, will be dead in, in a number of years and is that you're creating almost like a legacy uh, for them in a way. Um, have you had any contact with survivors? Um, I did. I had an interview with one. He was on the kinder transport from Vienna to England. And um, I had met him here in Potomac, Maryland. And um, I had driven up to his synagogue and we met. And then he gave me a DVD um, on his interview from the Shoah Foundation. And I, I found it very interesting because I had heard about the kinder transport throughout the Holocaust, but I had never actually, you know, got in depth with it. So it was a very unique experience for me. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a process when you're writing your book. Um, and I'm sure everyone like, has inputs of uh, like, you know, where, where, where you should go. Did you ever get stuck as you're writing? Well, writing, I was basically like, hmm, it was basically like for me, I was just on my own for the writing process itself, you know. When I went to the drawing board, everyone was just like, oh, leave him alone, he's about to write. So it was just basically I got a piece of paper, I drew everything on that one piece of paper, and then I scanned it onto the computer. So it was really time-consuming, but in the end it was worth it, you know. And so how long did the whole process uh, take you from start to finish? Um, It took about a year and a half. Most of it, actually, maybe about half of it was mostly done on the research because I had to like keep on double checking that everything's historically accurate. And how did you choose about telling the story the way you, that you did? And that it's not just a, a story, it's really a culmination of a, of a lot of different things. So how did, how did you decide in, in the story itself? Um. In the beginning, I basically just had this sketchbook, and I just basically drew up my um, my main character, Ari, but that was as far as the story went. It was, um, as I kept on drawing, I was like, maybe I should stop here and add this in, like, the future, or, like, maybe I should change this once I'm done with this chapter. So it was a lot of re-editing and revising for me, but um, it was um, after all the work and all the research, I had to go back and keep on checking like did I like did I draw his hair correctly here or like did I um let's see like is this person missing in this spot so it was um it was a lot of comparing to the previous drawings mm. when you when you finished it when you were like this was this is your baby you're uh -huh. done how did you feel I felt it felt like it was just like a whole weight lifted off of me, you know. I just felt that, um, like, I actually accomplished this whole book, you know. I never thought that I'd actually do this, you know. It was, um, it was quite, like, re remarkable in a sense. But um, 
I believe that um, the learning about the Holocaust part, for me, it's it just doesn't end there. You know, I'm still learning about it through. Um, I'm still trying to look for survivors. Um, I'm still visiting the museum sometimes, and so. But the actual book itself, yeah, it's done. And so now, now that you have the this book done now, um, I guess what's your hope uh, for the future of of this book, and do you think you'll write an, uh, another follow up? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, I think the goal for this book, it was just um, for kids like in this generation now to learn about it. And um, I was hoping that this book could also go into like the school education. And um, as for another book, uh, I'm still trying to, you know, get this one done. But um, I'm definitely considering writing another book. And where can people find out more about your book? Um, well, right now it's just on it's just on Amazon. But um, if they want to learn more about it, you know, first of all, like they gotta read it, and then they can also. It's just like um, the plan. Another plan for this book was that I wanted people to also see the Holocaust through how I saw it too. So um, it was like if someone wants to learn about the Holocaust and learn more about me, too. Um, they basically just read the book, and then they could even just do a little research, too. And that's how I wanted it. I wanted people to, like, you know, instead of doing something else on the computer, they could, like, actually go and discover things, new things, and not forget about the Holocaust as well. This is uh, what I call the, um, the educational part of... Oh. Um, uh, I mean, you're really you're a teacher. You're you're honestly you're a teacher, um, and I think that's pretty exciting for you, for your age and what you accomplished. I know I haven't wrote a book yet, so um, it's uh, it's in especially uh, the sensitivities uh, of of this of the the topic um, and your thoughts of incorporating this into the educational system is really uh, forward thinking. Um, what does your family think about it? Um, everyone's really supporting me, you know, I just, I'm just so glad that people, um, my whole family, they're just like, you know, Chris, like, you've done, like, such a great job, and you'll take a rest, you know, but, um, <laughs> I just thought, like, you know, I can't take a rest now, I gotta get this done and this, so, um, but they're, they're, like, supporting my back, you know, on this book. This is, uh, you know, a, a huge endeavor yourself I and mean, obviously when you put in this time this commitment and you have this book now um, what do you what, 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 what do you want to see I guess in, in the processing of you know getting into the schools like what's your what, what's your um, sort of vehicles um, well one of the big things that I want to accomplish with this book is um, I'm trying to get all the the English teachers you know all the teachers from maybe as small as Montgomery County to just like look at this book and see like hey if you wanna help me support this book you know could you like please like get into the system and everything I'm taking it basically just like baby steps at a time you know but um I really do hope that this book it will be eventually spread across the US in public libraries and public schools and anywhere you can get a book basically so what was the best part for you in, in, writing, in writing and then animating? 
Well, um, some drawings, you know, I, I do have like some like special attachment to some pages, but um, I think one of the best things that I also enjoyed was also, um, when I was writing, I listened to music too, and I basically just indulged myself in like this whole um, the Holocaust and not only the history but much of the um, Jewish history as well. You know, I had to get a little background check pre World War Two and everything, and um. I listened to very um, traditional Jewish songs as I wrote the book, you know. I just thought, like, hey, like, I should, like, at least, like, learn about this before, like, pre-hand, you know. What type of music? Um, I listened to Fiddler in the House by Itzhak Perlman, you know. Um, many of the Klezmer songs that were before the war. And so I thought it was, like, very interesting, you know, if I learned about the culture and everything freehand, then I can get a better in-depth on like what happened. But um, I do enjoy some of the songs they have. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much uh, for sharing your story. Uh, uh, we look forward to uh, hearing more about uh, the project as it moves forward. And uh, we hope that you continue this um, incredible energy uh, so that you can help educate the, the next generation um, about the Holocaust. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for interviewing me. Holocaust education is critical. And through graphic novels such as Keeping My Hope by Christopher Who, we can ensure that future generations understand the impact of the Holocaust on our society and our Jewish lives. This is Armand Herman, and thanks for watching.